popping, huh? Yeah. Close this door. I got a heater in this bitch now. Yeah, I got saying? my drum kit right next to me. Can I introduce the podcast now? What's up, y'all? Say, what did you say? Let me introduce the podcast. Come on. It's a new era. All right, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. What is going on, everybody? How you doing? What do you say? I am your host, (laughs) Ugo Monster, accompanied by these pad pushing, you know, uh, co-host mine of Charlie Chingus and Pavo. And we're here every (laughs) week to drop you some new, new beats over some new samples Along with me, who don't really produce, I just uh, have these guys feed me beats and uh, feed me beats, feed me more. Nah, just because. Hey, I'm glad to be a part of this shit. Yeah, that's good. All right, all right. Yeah, there you go. Good man. Yeah, yeah. Usually you're like fumbling, yo, 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 (laughs) and you're doing some other hip hop, quote unquote, (laughs) bullshit. Hey. Anyway, so we're back this week. As you see now that we got uh we're 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 a trilogy, we're uh, a triangle, we're a triad, yeah. we're a trio. We are three. We be three. VR we be troops. three. Three black ladies. And uh yeah, this is the Beat Exchange Podcast. I am Pavel, of course, as you know. Um so yeah, man, I mean she's been wild out, man, right? Crazy. What yeah. what happened? <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea, man. The only thing I know that happened uh this past week was a dude a photographer passed away. Oh yeah? Yeah, Ricky Powell, a, you know, he's pretty much a golden era uh photographer. Oh really? He took like all the dope ass photographs that you've seen on Rolling Stone. He he did all, I think he did all this shit on Paul's boutique and he, Oh okay. Yeah, so he was like he like Pretty much all the image captured in the early to mid nineties, maybe even the late nineties, it was all all the popular photographs are done by him. Capturing those, you know, candid moments in hip hop that um most cats couldn't get close to doing. Um Yeah, what was and, his name? uh Ricky Powell. How'd he uh, die? Uh I don't know. I don't I don't, I don't know. Damn, uh, Screech died too. Yeah, Screech oh, yeah. passed away this week as well. Um, that's... You know, I always felt bad for Doom, man. Screech? Know, yeah, because he can never get a win. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I heard like... it was all right. I, I mean, oh, what did he need to win? He he was one of the most legendary characters ever on television. Yeah, but that he kind of became a troll after that. Uh, you know? I think I think he took the Bob Saget route. But he's, no, 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 no. Bob Saget is 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 a legend. I mean, well, what fucked him up was uh, the show. But if you in the whole comedy world, Bob Saget is dope. You know mm. what I'm saying? Like he's respected, like amongst yeah. comics. Yeah, you know? like Screech, he was like trying to do the comedy thing, doing porn thing, and then oh, yeah, he did do porn. trying to fight he, people and yeah, shit. Yeah, he did like, a lot of things. No, but what like I'm thirsty saying, shit. You know what I mean? Uh, no, what I'm saying is by saying that he's like Bob Saget is the fact that he was uh, a television icon that people oh. 
love to make fun of. And so they had two choices of with those characters is especially with Bob Saget. Bob Saget went the total opposite because everybody's seen him as the TV dad. Right, right. No, but and, here's the thing with Bob Saget was that he was a comic before. I no, I I understand all that. And, and Screech not, was I, just Screech. Screech was a TV character. He's like a yeah, Earth, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. yeah so, yeah, so how do it. those characters? You know, when those characters are like, like, boom, that's your character. You're Urkel. You're Screech. You can't get away from that. He had a hard time. He couldn't get away from that. He couldn't. He couldn't. He couldn't. Nor nor could he accept the fact that he was known for the as that character. Kind of yeah. like uh, Dave Coulier is the same way. The, uh, yeah. the 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 other uncle from Full House. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He has oh, the, the same dude who did fucking Bullwinkle. He did Joey. Talking about Joey. He did, always did like the comic book. Uh, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. The voices and shit. Like he had a hard time too because he was like a bitter ass dude. Yeah. And these characters are like bitter because they can't break out from that television character and the no one gives up a shot. Yeah. And, and you either accept it mm-hmm. and you go to conventions and you make friends and you have a fan base. You know, you either go that route. Or you're or you're spending your whole time trying to get away from it. Bob Saget's podcast is pretty funny. I never mm. listened to it. Yeah, he had George Wallace. I mean, if you're a comedy fan, you know what I mean. Yeah, you know, he had he has a lot of people up there. Like well, Bill he knows Burr. all of them. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty like the Bill Burr episode. That's the one that I like. I heard, and then I was like, oh, okay. He, all he all he's doing is Bill Burr and, and Bob Saget are just talking shit to each other. Yeah. And then, uh, so yeah, man, R.I.P. Screech, man. Yeah, yeah, it sucks, man. man. Yeah, he had, uh, I, I seen last, like, it was like just like a couple weeks ago that he came out saying that he had, uh, cancer. Yeah, he, he was hospitalized, and I guess he didn't make it, man. Yeah, that sucks. I wonder if he, he was, was a pretty smoker. young, man. He was only 44. He yeah, he was, was only 40. Yeah, he had lung cancer. Damn. That shit hurts, boy. He probably smoking hella. Probably. Uh, probably. Like, who knows? Chain smoking ass. Man, when he was so, on Saved by the Bell, he was like smoking Marlboros and shit, yeah. unfiltered, rolling his own Salem's. Did uh, anyone say any like anybody from their band the Saved by the Bell uh, cast? You know what? I don't know. I don't know. Exactly. I don't. I don't know. I bet they all did, but I don't know. I didn't. I didn't see anything other than fans coming out saying fuck r.i.p you know r.i.p screech the only one who's killing it still from that say by the bell is mario lopez yeah. oh he that boy is you don't yeah man, handsome he's, he he's he's doing his thing man yeah he is absolutely doing his thing now it's crazy because for the longest time i thought he was i thought he came out but apparently he's not so oh he's not gay no, I the, for the for um, some reason I thought. What like, made you think he was gay? Have you watched him on TV? I because he played Greg Luganis. Is that what what, what no. happened? <laughs> That's funny. I always bring that up too. But no, like, have you seen his mannerisms on TV? No, no, no. He's no, a I fairy, man. Is he? Boy's <laughs> a fairy. Boy's <laughs> a fairy. Well, he is in shape. He is in shape. No, it's not just that. It's not crazy just that. Shape. It's the he stuff he do with shape. his hands. Oh, the stuff oh he does God. with his hands. The amount of the 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 the, 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 the way he smiles. Oh my God! It's, it's, checking it's, him out. You probably it all, need man. disappointed. <laughs> yeah, he's the hey, only man. one that's still doing shit. 
Yeah, no, so. for sure. I know, but you know what? The uh, homeboy was still doing things too. Zach himself. Yeah, he would pop up on some. Um, yeah, and then Kelly Kapowski as well. The only one that kind of got fucked up was Lisa Turtle. Lisa. And also, what's her name from the. Uh, yeah, Jones Jones movie? Peace. Yeah. Jesse the Showgirls. Yeah, I need to watch that again. I think it's on HBO. Yeah, I'm watching a lot of shit on there. It's not bad. It's not bad. It's not horrible. It's not horrible. Though though there's one memorable ass scene is when she's having a a pool sex scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like fucking ridiculous. I gotta watch that. She is is like like she she uh she had to channel back that episode where she was on Saved by the Bell. Where she was addicted to uh, caffeine pills <laughs> or pills. something like that. <laughs> I'm so excited. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> man. That, was, that, that show, man, that show by far is one of the best kid shows, young teenage episodes, shows that came out. Now, people uh, nowadays, people say Degrassi was. Oh. Really? I, I never watched Degrassi High. It was, wasn't around. It was like a Canadian thing, but... People say that they enjoy that, that that ha- that touched on hella topics that uh, that other shows weren't touching for that age, that age range, you know what I mean, of young adults. Mm. So I don't know. I guess now they're over there talking about 13 Ways. I guess that's their new. Yeah. It's a yeah. new show called nah, along, along with Logic. Them making that fucking, you know? They were talking about that shit all hella long ago on Netflix. Yeah. Oh, with the kids. Yeah, dancing? yeah, yeah. Oh, pretty great. much, it pretty much putting in their brain that suicide is an option for them. Yeah, and then mm. you got logic over here backing that shit up. Yeah, God, he did. What did he say? The suicide hotline. Call it if you're going through problems. Oh, okay, yeah, that's good. Instead of just uh, uh, internalizing it and yeah, man, man, being so- a man. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I know, man. Suck it up, dude. Yeah. <laughs> fuck out of here, man. With your fucking, I got mental problems. Get the fuck out of here. Dude. And I used to get spanked so many times that my, every time I was depressed, my mom would just spank me right into it. People got it worse <laughs> than you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? People got it worse your, your than you. Your mom used to suplex you and shit. True oh, that. Shit, True man. that. True that. People do have no, that I'm no. Yeah, dude. yeah, I mean, my yeah, told, kids are. My dad ran into Tito one time and told him uh, everything would clear up if you just got some ass. <laughs> yeah, that might work. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, whichever, whichever gender he chooses, yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That is for sure. Man, for dude. sure that what's going to happen with that. Anyway, so, uh, yeah, we're back. We just talked on that. You know what I mean? What's, uh, Charlie, what you've been doing for this past week and a half? Uh, that sample. Hmm. What have I been? You know what crazy? What happened to me today? Mm. And, and this bothered me so much, right? So I'm walking, and one of my customers, right? He's like this, uh, I guess, like a vet and shit. You could tell, right, when these guys are like in the military and shit. Uh-huh. And this guy tells me, he like, you have a heavy foot, and I was <laughs> like, excuse me. He goes, you have a heavy foot. I heard you coming, and I was like. Huh? And then he was like, "You can never be in a war." And oh, I was like, wow. and I kind of like, I kind of like chuckled, right? And I was like, I kept walking that hurt around. Your feelings, and, uh, that oh, hurt your dude, feelings, listen uh. to me. That shit lived in my brain the whole fucking day. March the rest like, of the day. Will. This motherfucker, right? I was like, I, I can't. What bothered me? That. What bothered me was like, 
used the word bothered me was that he said, I can't serve, I can't be, I can never be in a war. That's what he said, right? And I was like, dude, I'll fuck you up, man. And then he was like, and then I was like, the only reason I walk like this is because you forget I'm on fucking on uh, on alert all the time. I'm a fucking mailman. I have to make noise. So I'm like, you know, fucking shuffling and making noise with my keys. Cause then, you know, a dog peeks out, out, out of the bushes. I see that motherfucker like a couple houses down. Now I'm ready. How, yeah. You you telling me I'm not at I'm not good at war? I'm already ready, dude. I got I dogs coming back, after me. It. Left and right. Pit bulls, chihuahuas, rottweilers, fucking yeah. canine corsos, whatever the Argentinian big head fucking dogs are. You know what I mean? And I'm like, this dude, I was like, how the fuck? You know what I'm gonna do though? I was like, and I was just the whole day I was just like, just like this motherfucker. What I'm gonna do? I'm gonna sneak up on him. I'm just gonna sneak up on him. And I'm gonna just whisper in his ear. That's what I'm gonna say. And then he's gonna tell you. I heard you. <laughs> I heard you coming. You flat-footed motherfucker, you. Oh, and listen, here's a, here's, a, here's a reason why. I would walk up on people and give, like, all these years, I, have to start, I had to start making noise because I would walk up on people and they'll turn around and freak the fuck out. You know? Yeah. They'll start so saying that you've been a ninja for no, I just, 29 years, for, for 35 years, mm-hmm. but you yeah. had to say, you had to hang up I, your, you had to hang yeah, up no, your I ballerina to, shoes. Yeah, I, yeah, exactly, dude. I had to I, fucking, okay. I can't, you know, I can't, you know, shit, yeah. dude, I've been training, dude. You know, I, I, I used to be a graffiti writer, dude. I had to sneak out. You know yeah. what I mean? I remember I, seeing you struggle climbing over fences. Yeah. You yeah, know? But... But sneaking out the house, that, me, that metal fences used to bend just a little bit, oh my God. <laughs> just a little bit extra. And I had to be quiet. And then, like I, and then me being so quiet, I would scare people. You know, I had this one lady turn her. Oh, she was opening her door, and then she opened the door and just saw me standing there, and she just screamed and closed the door right in my face. And she made me laugh. But then I was like, I don't want to get end up getting hit in the face one of these days because yeah, I scare you some. You know, you know what, yeah, man? I, should... I get I'm that person you'd walk up on and get startled. One time I was at a Target, I was putting the baby, I think Nico was his baby at the time, into the into the car seat, and then some lady, I think, was got hella close to me, like, hey, hey, and I wasn't, you know, I was so in the zone <laughs> and shit. I think she had asked me for like to help her with something. Uh-huh. I was like, what the fuck? You know, and and then I was like, "Oh, um, yeah, I'm sorry." Startling people, man. Like, no, and you'll be surprised how many people are just not paying attention to their surroundings. Yeah, yeah that that's well, They're Hugo, not... you 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 are Hugo's notorious for being super tunnel visioned. Like that boy is so unaware of anybody <laughs> walking around him. Like that's <laughs> like so oh, many so... times do you get? I see you get startled, and I don't even see you that often. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I, but, I never understood that. Man, I get I startled don't, don't, too. Don't 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 get me tripped. Like I get startled like a motherfucker too. And when I uh, when I get startled, I I do like a kicking thing and a karate chop thing. <laughs> oh. <laughs> like <"Hey!" laughs> I like throw my fucking yeah. hand forward like an asshole. Uh, yeah. And so the family knows it now. Yeah. So now they're constantly trying to get me to do that. <laughs> No, they don't do oh, that to me shit. at the house, man. I told them, I'm like, don't mind the punching you in the face, man. Don't yeah, man. fucking 
Well, God for me, do the more paranoid as it is and shit. Man. Oh, man. <laughs> I didn't tell you so. The other, uh, we had a, a fucking rat incident. Uh huh. So downstairs in the garage area, you know, it's like right underneath my room. So you could walk downstairs and it's a little garage and then right under right above is the room so you could hear the floor and everything. It's only only a certain part of the house you have access to down below, right? Then then you get the foundation walls on the side. So it was like two o'clock in the morning and I was hearing like a Mm. something i was like what the fuck is that yeah so then i start tripping i let it go for like 20 30 minutes but that shit is loud and i can't like you know i can't go to sleep with that shit and i'm like god damn is it a fucking is it a raccoon mm. is it a raccoon downstairs like did a raccoon get in did a did a cat squeeze under the garage door like i had no idea what it was so then i'm like fuck it man so i, I wake up jolene i'm like hey We'll go downstairs and see what the fuck this noise is and shit like that. So I go downstairs and I don't turn on the light, you know. I just walk in with the flashlight and then I fucking see right there a goddamn six inch rat. Whoa. Yeah, that shit was a fucking beast. And I was like, oh shit. I was like, God damn. And I think rats roll by themselves. And then they they like uh they they like recon and then they go around and they try to look for places to burrow or food yeah. to take back to their to their yeah. you know their huts or whatever. Um, <laughs> so then like I'm like I'm looking there and I'm like oh man oh shit and so then I come back up here and I'm like damn man I can't I can't do nothing I'm not gonna fucking fight this rat I'm not gonna be able to catch this rat you know what I'm saying like that she's big so then I see the cat he's like looking underneath the dishwasher and the uh and the stove he's like like looking there like he hears it uh-huh. and i'm like oh man i hope this motherfucker doesn't make his way up here but i down i knew it wasn't gonna make it up here because i know when we did work underneath the house we ran new gas lines up uh-huh. and uh they sealed that whole area up with like orange foam and the orange foam is uh poisonous to to, to rodents and shit so then, uh, so then, like, you know, I, I do my thing. I'm like, I can't go back to sleep at this point because I'm like, my mind is like, what the fuck am I going to do? How am I going to go? I got to call this exterminator. Like, I got, I'm coming up with all these game plans and whatnot. So then right before I go to work, four hours later, right before I go to work, I go back down there and I'm like, maybe I could just scurry it out of here. You know, maybe I could just shuffle it out of this motherfucker. And then all of a sudden I start hearing a, like a rustling on the floor. And I'm like, oh, man. This whole time I'm thinking that this motherfucker's going to just jump out on me on a top of a vent. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, just gnaw at my head and it's over. Oh, it's um, but I look, I look, and the motherfucker's dying on the floor. He's really? like dying there. And I'm like, oh, shit. And I had forgot that a couple months back, we laid out uh, kind of like a roach motel style thing for rats uh-huh. so they could go in there and eat something, eat poison and take it back, you know what I mean, and die. And then we also set out some traps just for shits and giggles because, like, you, you know, they, they come in there and they're going to go down there and it's natural, you know what I mean? Animals yeah. are animals. They go they go places. Yeah. So then uh, we had it there and sure enough, man, the fucking rat trap snapped that boy's neck. 
He was just uh, there twitching on the floor, and I'm like, God. Oh, geez. so it wasn't the poison? No, nah, it wasn't the poison. The fucking rat trap got him. It snapped on his Yeah, dome. fuck that poison shit, man. I mean, those yeah, rats will it, eat the... They'll die, and they'll die right under your... Uh, yeah. They'll die in your fucking, you know, under the yeah. floorboards where you can't get it. Yeah. You know, my dad used to do that shit all the time, and I'll be like, Dad, don't fucking... Don't put the... <laughs> I remember going into your room one time. Oh, like, yeah. Remember, okay, so... Fuck that smell. So we used to have, like, a Rottweiler in our, in our backyard, right? And you know how you would feed the dog, and the, you will have food around, and the rats will just come yeah. and eat the food. Yeah, yeah, and one yeah. day they would they would make this their way into the house and my dad uh um put a lot of poison and sure enough it dies right under my room. <laughs> and it was stinking. But at first I would see like little flies come out the vent. Yeah. That's like, crazy. With no wings and shit. And I was like, what the fuck? Who left the window open, right? And um I'll be sleeping there at night. And then I'll turn on the light and it'll be like six flies in my room and shit. Yeah, and I was man. like, what the fuck? Where are these things coming from? You know? And then it started stinking, right? And then I was like, man. And I remember this is a time when uh, Buku, I had brought over Maya from, from yeah. Australia and shit. And they were coming over to the house because I just had bought the NPC. And it stinks so bad. And I tried to do anything. Dude, I was burning eucalyptus plants just so it could smell better and shit but it just smell like eucalyptus poison. and yeah it is it is poison so we're like all poisoning them and shit oh, and i was like man and I've, I've never used that again i always use like traps we yeah. get like sometimes we'll get mice okay yeah know? mice are, mice are gonna happen rats are gonna happen especially the yeah. wet the areas that we're oh, at yeah, but it's just gonna it, happen if my wife sees like any like Droppings, you'll start like you need to call the exterminator. And I'm like, fuck that. That shit is like five hundred dollars, man. You know what? I didn't realize that because I was looking at the shit. She was like, yeah, that shit's expensive. You that gotta do this, expensive. and I'm like, uh, no you know what thanks. they do? You know what they set do? Traps. They come in, they check where any holes up, they patch them all up, and then they set traps. Yeah. That's it. That's it. And I was like, I, like, I would, fuck I, that would I could call them if I, I would call them if I had a real problem, maybe like a. Uh, a bunch of fucking possums under the house. They yeah, some shit like that. Like that, you know what I mean? I probably call some shit like that, but you know, Dude, and you know, the, like um, like I had an issue a while ago, and I had I was dealing with these mice, and I had this. They get they're smart and shit, so you had to switch, uh, the bait around. You know, like I would switch from peanut butter to chocolate. You know, motherfucker, these mice were getting spoiled and shit, you know? One would drop and, like, it was like a family of mice and shit. Crazy. And they had, they had, uh, ate through the wall on my pantry in the ceiling. So they were just dropping, uh, and then my wife, of course, has, like, yeah. you know, we had, like, cereals and shit, so, and, uh, they were just jumping in there and just going to town and fucking, and I was like, fuck, I s sealed everything up. And then I just kept on, you know, putting cheese, fucking Swiss cheese and fucking switching it up here and there, you know, and they were dropping, you know, yeah. I was finding them all around and shit, just dropping all over the place. And, and then I was telling the kids, this is why we don't eat in the rooms and shit. Oh, I tell them that all the time. I was like, yo, no, I you, tell them that, yeah. the kitchen, because yeah. you had to like, I was doing all kinds of research because I don't want to pay the $500. Of course. And I was like, and I was like, my dad's like, put the poison in. I'm like, no, I'm not going to do that. 
And um, I was sweeping up every night, making sure they were starving out, you know, yeah. like, cause yeah. sealed up everything and they would come out. You were forcing them to the traps and shit, yeah. you know? And um, even like, like uh, water or something. I was looking under the sink to see if there's any water drying up everywhere. So they won't, you know, cause even there's a little bit of water, they get thirsty too and shit. So yeah, yeah no. That's just fucking crazy. Yeah, and I think that I think that's why that fool was that fool because that 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 shit that I put on that goddamn rat trap that shit was old. Mm. That shit was been there for months. Yeah. So yeah, I yeah. knew that fool couldn't find no food, couldn't find shit, and was stuck. Like yeah. he didn't know where to go. Yeah. So then he was like, "Oh, it smells like some shit." Right? Like, oh, yeah. Like, oh. Yeah, was desperate and shit. Yeah. yeah. He was desperate. Yeah. So now nah, I, I, that's why I was kind of. That's, you know what? Surprisingly, there was nothing. The nastiest part was when I was trying to shovel him up. Mm-hmm. Like I had to pick him up with the shovel, and the whole fear was me pushing him up against the wall. You know, to use that to get him onto the. <laughs> and I didn't want to pop him. You know what I'm saying? Because he was hella soft and squishy. And I'm like, oh my god, just don't pop, dude. Just don't. Nothing, no liquid come out of you, man. Please, <laughs> like that's all I was thinking about. But luckily, nothing happened. You would think that all the movies that I watch, a little rat wouldn't do anything to me. But uh, rats out. are creepy, dude. Oh, they're fucking yeah, they're gross. Rats are creepy, man. Like if you they watch are. all these Italian movies, there's hella movies based around rats yeah. and cats and cats. They love making movies about cats, but uh, rats especially, man. Like people are really fucking scared of rats. Yeah, I get a joy of my wife uh, seeing them because she'll freak the fuck out. That's just well, so mice hilarious. are different. Mice are fast as fuck. A rat yeah. is slow, but yeah. it's slower, but it's nastier to see one. Yeah, they're just it's like greasy nasty. and shit. Yeah, yeah it's, it's like fucking gross. nasty. What you been doing, Hugo, other than sitting there looking like a jabron? Man, dude, what I got a lot of things to talk about today. I wrote them the fuck down. So yesterday I watched New Jack City. You know? Oh yeah, I've never seen that movie, oh, and then I realized, oh, this is, it, yeah, oh, this is where Pookie came from, because yeah. Big L always like he had a line about how the crack was attracting Pookie. Yeah. Oh yeah, okay. And for a second, I was thinking about King of New York, but New Jack City because it was Wesley Snipes, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, that movie's good. Yeah, it has it has it its moments, you know. And then uh, um, there's a lot of people in that fucking movie. Yeah, David Flay. I saw that. Then I saw Ma. You know? Oh yeah, what you think of yeah. Ma? It was weird, man. Like it tripped me out watching this old, uh, lady hang out uh-huh. with these fucking kids. Uh-huh. And I'm like, man, I think I'm gonna be that parent <laughs> driving up just enough to see what the fuck my kid is doing. Yeah, you know. And but well, man, no, I mean her. The her problem was that she had a she was psycho from the jump. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. They, yeah. they, they she had she a, was traumatized. She had an, she had an she was fun. You know? Yeah, and then she was poisoning her kid. You yeah. know, in her mind, she was probably saving her. So she, she had Munchausen. Munchausen by she proxy. Form, yeah, she had a form of Munchausen, and kind of like overprotecting her mm. daughter from being yeah. from being um, cool uh, ridiculed at school. Like oh, she, yeah, she was humiliated at school pretty much. Yeah, mm. it's, it's a so, fucking story, man. Yeah. People need bullies. And it, some people don't get over that shit. No, know? they don't. Look at one. You know, like I got, I, 
that's you, fool. You the <laughs> one watch, over there running, the, the, running home from school. Motherfucker. <laughs> uh, I used to yeah, get bullied by chicks, dude. get bullied by all the time, dude. I used to I just get bullied it. by girls, dude. I used to Man. hate that shit because you couldn't do nothing. I liked you. Yeah, yeah, but that shit was annoying. They were just bullied. <laughs> They'll fucking talk shit like, to you. you were, at least you were saved. I had like five, six black dudes trying to come over here and beat me up by the jack in the box. Oh, I had that too. Uh, I lived next to fucking... Uh, we lived over here by fucking Parchester Village. Yeah, yeah that was a, that yeah, was we, a constant... That was a then, constant battle, them trying to... Then I watched this other movie, uh, which I, I think I talked to you about it, Carlos. The, the little things with fucking Denzel Washington and creepy looking Jared Leto and the guy from iRobot. Oh, 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 how was it? Shit was white. The trailer was dope. I was like, you know, and then it, it, you, it, you, I don't know if you guys want to know what it's about. It's about. I'm going to watch it anyways, no matter yeah. what. But yeah. So yeah, well, it, you didn't did, like it. Did you no, watch I, Wonder I, Woman? I didn't watch that yet. Oh, uh, Wonder Woman 84. It was long. I but I thought, it, I thought it was I thought it was tight where it was tight. Only okay. thing I liked about it was. Kristen Wiig. It was funny. It was funny. It had some actions when it had. No, no, action, not the funny. It had part. Uh, they, they made it look, actually look pretty hot. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, she always had a little something to her. Yeah, I know. Uh, but this one, she looks like. Yeah. Oh man, she could be. You know. No, I thought. I thought. Um. Porn stars. I thought or it was like. Uh, there was a part in the middle there where where when the dude when the boyfriend came back. Uh huh. There was like a good half hour worth of bullshit there. Yeah, I didn't like, like it. Them trying on clothes and doing all this cutesy shit. Mm. I'm like, that shit was garbage. But there was some parts that were cool. I liked the bad guy. He was cool. Yeah, I haven't seen that movie. Yeah. It yeah. Just give it a shot. It's not it's not horrible. It ain't the worst thing in the world. They, they I like some... the first one better. Yeah, the first one was better. Yeah, but that's because you love the love story. There, that's why. Which is dope. Which yeah. one? The the HBO Max, they got a lot of DC stuff. Yeah, I, gave yeah, that, yeah. I gave that WandaVision a try. It's pretty tight. Is yeah, it? I couldn't yeah, get past the first fucking episode. episode. Oh, man. you got When it gets to like the fourth, it takes a while for it to pick up. But so it, like, what is this? One, it, it's dope. It's dope. I was like, they have a laugh track? They made, they made What's that What's going bitch, on? Scarlet Witch very uh, creepy. With, you know. I'm going to fuck with it. Even Speaking though I of, hate that well, shit. In terms Speaking of beats, of WandaVision, uh-huh. did you see what little Uzi Vert did with the whole yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> nah, yeah, what happened? Yeah, uh, he put time. like a um, like a ruby or something. Got it like surgically. I don't know if it's surgically put in there, but to me, I'm like they put glue on that shit. I don't know, yeah. and they just stuck it on his forehead. It's like oh, this no. pink ruby or something that's worth millions and shit. So kind of like like uh, Princess Indian style. Yeah. E, but if they stuck it in your head, like surgically glued yeah. it to your skull, this is what they did. Supposedly, I don't know. That's his third eye. They they talking. Yeah. <laughs> they talking about if he, he well he said I think um, if they it's check just, it out he can die or some shit. It's ridiculous, no, man. No, I don't like think some so. some yeah, other cat. What is he, Iron Man? Yeah. You know how many times Van Dam has used f- his forehead? To hit fools in the nose, you know. Oh, oh shit! Get the fuck out of Man, here! Dude. And the well, thing is, what thing is with little Uzi? If that thing is real, someone out there is gonna carve it out of his brain. That's so what they're showing oh. memes of, uh, you know, <laughs> of, 
Thanos taking the, exactly. the thing from uh, what's the thing called? Yeah, the vision. Yeah, the vision. Ring. Yeah. Business. That's exactly what I've been watching. Uh-huh. Uh, the Warrior. Okay. Yeah, That's on, that on HBO Max, too. That's that Bruce Lee, uh, um, Based on oh, it came, oh, it came out hella long ago, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. That shit was kind of whack the first episode. The first episode? Yeah. Well, it gets really good. Does you know, it? It's how, yeah, it's supposed to be how, um, what Kung Fu was supposed to be, you know? The show Kung Fu. The show Kung Fu. Yeah, no, I remember the premise and people were talking about it. Um, no, that's but, legit. Is it really? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I had to do with the triads in San Francisco in San Francisco and then uh the Irish, you know, and how shit was happening. So it's like historically, you know, they, they take from the you know history and whatnot, and you know, he finds out his sister is something else and shit because he's back there and all the all the the characters this could throw people off actually. Cause I didn't know this when I start first started watching it. I was like, "Oh, this shit looks cool," and I was like, "Man, they're trying to make these dudes like Bruce Lee." They had like two characters there that were like Bruce Lee style, you know, influence doing his mannerisms, right? And then it was until later that I found out that it was Shannon Lee that's one of the producers. And then in the beginning credits, I didn't even notice that they said this based on the writings of Bruce Lee. And I was like, "Oh shit!" So this is the shit that they took from him a long time ago, you know, and um. And I was like, okay, yeah, that makes sense now. So the main character is has that Bruce Lee vibe. And there's yeah. this other villain that has a Bruce Lee vibe too, you know? Okay. And, okay. and the Kung Fu scenes are sick. I fuck with it. Okay. I'm going to shout one time. That's the thing where I was like, the Kung Fu shit has to be dope. Yeah. And it is. It is. It's yeah. on some dope, uh, you know, what does it say? The fight scenes, what do they call them? Fight choreography? Yeah. You know, I don't know who did it, but it's pretty dope. Probably it, man. Man, have you guys heard of this thing called uh, Tracklib? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I was watching this thing with Knife Wonder, and yeah, this, when he's uh, interviewing Bob James. Yeah, you heard yeah. about that? You saw that? I mean, Bob James, he's like super classic in terms of what he brought to the table, but him, just like everybody else from that era, they looked down on hip hop. And yeah, initially. Sampling. So, so initially, because he wasn't getting paid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's be real. Yeah, so basically that's why yeah, it was. It is, mad. yeah. But no, so apparently I learned about this song called Nautilus. Y'all heard of that yeah, song? Yeah, of course. Okay. Have you heard about it, Carlos? No. Okay, cool. Yeah. The, so, 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 dun, 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 oh, dun, dun. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so yeah. So, uh, well, I'll, for those who have man over here thinking I'm bringing some knowledge to this shit. Oh, well, <laughs> hey, anyway. you're trying. I get it. Come hey. on. So, so no, so I heard. So as I was watching this video, he starts talking about the song "Not of This" being like, just like a throwaway track, a yeah. song they did for fun that they put on the B side. But this song here has been sampled by a hell of people. Hell of people, you know, from yeah. from Ghostface Killer to Rakim uh, to fucking uh, um, Children's Story. You know, Bob yeah, Jones. Was, what was Bob? He was he uh, uh, an organ? A Can't hear it. Eric? No. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> he was nah, a. Whoa. He was, he keep, whoa. Whoa. You no. straight reggae. <laughs> yeah, did I, y'all hear it? No, no, I think there was delay on me. 
No. Do it again. Play it. Playing it right now. Yeah. No, yeah. we can't hear it. No. Yeah. You have to. You if you get your mixer probably and you connect your phone. Yeah. Well. No, well. Yeah. I have Because that's how I do it. That's right. how I play through the thing. Yeah. So uh, anyways, was Bob no, James I, a a keyboard player? What was he with? He was a I, jazz player. I think, a jazz he's a, player. I think he's just a composer, ain't he? Oh, he was doesn't, a composer? He do, doesn't he do it all? Mm. 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 I think that motherfucker does it all, man. He's like a Quincy Jones, essentially. But yeah, not with that whole track live shit. Yeah, you he's know. an arranger okay. and a record producer. Oh, okay, I see. Yeah, he's everything. Yeah, man, that fool has so many fucking hints. He has so many albums that have been sampled throughout. He's equivalent to a David Axelrod. Oh, uh, okay. You, know I mean? you got some some plaid PJs on? Yeah, man. You <laughs> see this? I don't. I don't. I'll never put on. You know, <laughs> these are like the only pajama you put on pants. pants. You know what no. I'm saying? I never put on like comfy pants. So then when I'm here and I put on comfy pants at home, they're like, "Ooh, you got comfy pants on?" Because I never put on comfy pants. I don't like putting them on until I'm going to go to sleep. I wait till like I don't have to do anything. Yeah, exactly. You know because, what I'm saying? Like yeah, I know like, that's when I like once you see me I in see. these pants, I ain't going back outside. Yeah, fuck that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I ain't going outside. Fuck that. I know. I was like, I come oh, home and I put on jeans, and my wife is like, "Why don't you just put on the, you know, some pajama pants or some sweats or something?" I'm like, because I don't I'm not going to sleep yet. Yeah. I, or or I get I wear shorts. You know, just funny say, that you say that. You wear I, shorts. Yeah, I've been dude. working from home a lot, and I was like, I'm tired of wearing fucking sweats, so I just started putting it on pants so I could feel like I'm fucking doing something. Yeah, you have yeah. to. Because, yeah, I mean, for me... You, huh? You've been wearing the same pants for, like, how many months now? The same sweats. Ugh. Not saying, but it's, it's just I'm going to get in the pants two or three sweats. You know what I mean? I wash one of together. Come on, dog. You rotate clean, Hey, man, it should be hella disturbing when yeah. I be seeing the dudes wearing them tighter pants and sweatpants now I'm like, oh have you seen those have you yeah. seen like the, the tighter sweatpants but they got cuffs on the bottom <laughs> so if you I'm notice some right now <laughs> okay but okay so there's but they don't a, look bad because i'm yeah, sure well because there's there's sizes right so, yeah, but yeah. some cats wash them too much and you could tell so they shrunk uh-huh. And they did they, they just snug on these boys they, <laughs> they're like, like they're called man. joggers right Oh, excuse me. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Cause uh, I think I was like, why are these things? Cause I have so I don't. I'm, they might be the same ones. I don't. Yeah, know. I know exactly what you're talking. About. I got a couple too. I use them to work out, but I just get them a little bit bigger, so they're not. So uh, yeah, mine's not. You know, what I'm saying? like I, they I, do. They do kind of like you know. Yeah, they forfeit. <laughs> they're like they man like, priest. Yeah, they're like yeah. man priest. I'm I'm used to it because I used to cuff my pants back in the days. You know. Yeah, what I, mean? I remember that. And stuff your <laughs> stuff your shoes with your socks. Yeah. Oh lord. Oh, you know what else uh, I watched? I watched. Uh, I've been watching that series uh, Raised by Wolves. It's pretty. Dope oh, too. the the AI, uh, the robot alien joints. It, it's yeah, they're not alien. It's like um, they're, they're like they're like androids. Uh, Android. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they're yeah. androids. That well, I I remember watching like ten seconds of it at somebody's house, uh, because we were testing out like you know video f- feed or whatever, and I'm like watching it, and I was like, 
what the fuck is happening here? Oh I'm yeah, like, it's crazy. I got, I'm like, I gotta, I gotta just sit down and watch it. I it been, starts uh, getting weird. It starts getting really weird. It wouldn't be like just from the first opening credits. Watching the shit was kind of like, I don't know if I'm gonna enjoy this, man. Oh, it's dope. It's saying the rip. I think Ripley Scott yeah. is behind that shit. Yeah, you know the same people that did Alien. Well. And the, character dude she's creepy as hell i'm dude. so i'm so not like i don't i never oh, i didn't man. like the prometheus shit at all really i didn't like none of that shit dude that shit was hella boring to me dude like all that like i like the idea that they try to expand on that the aliens were humans like uh, yeah. uh improving the dna structure to make uh, humans into a more perfect creature or yeah, a specimen all- or whatever that's tight like that whole idea was tight, but then I was confused as fuck during that whole Prometheus, everything with that volcano building, like all that bullshit. I was like, what the fuck? That shit hurt my, my brain hurt. And I was yeah. like, ah, you know what, man? They're, they're, they're confusing something that was way too easy. Just what's that? Um, feed humans to these things, and that's it. That's all I want. I think, uh, did you see the second one? Yeah, I did. I watched them all. I watched them all. I dug them. Um, even the alien one. The alien one, though. Yeah, I watched they, them all. I watched every single alien one, and oh. some are better than others, no doubt. Some are better than others, but I like the original series, and this whole little break off with the with this whole new vision that they were trying to make the world bigger. Mm. You know, I, I just couldn't get with it, man. It was just doing too much. If you're like, um, I think it was for the Zachariah Sakur- uh, Hitchens. I think Zachariah, no, what's his name? That guy who did this book on um, the Anunnaki's. Mm. You ever heard of that? I think mm-hmm. so. I think I might have heard that. I think it's Zachariah Hitchens. I think that's his name. I might be fucking up or mixing two names yeah. at once. But, uh, but uh, it's... Uh, that's it him beating back. Oh. Uh, I can hear you myself. Go. Turn off your shit. Oh. All right. Okay, yeah, it was like delaying. But no, like uh they had he has this whole theory of like the um but there were the when the aliens came and and they started uh using their DNA to 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 make like whatever hominids were on Earth to make them more human, to use them to um mine for gold. You know? And uh and uh, I think they were called. Um, I think they were called. Per- oh, I don't remember. But uh, but uh, they were. It was touching on that because yeah. I remember hearing that. That's what a lot of people were 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 disappointed about because they felt like there was going to be more on that. You know, you know where they did touch on that was that alien versus cowboys or cowboys versus aliens. Uh-huh. That that movie, they showed like these race of aliens that they were um they were uh using humans to to get gold because gold they're taking gold back to the planet to to use in their atmosphere to uh to block the 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 rays of the sun or something like that that's the whole story you know of Interesting. the the anunnaki and whatnot and the anunnaki were like um were like uh, uh like i guess in in the old what's the um, not Syrian, uh, damn it, I'm blanking. Sumerians, mm-hmm. the Sumerians, they were talking about that was their their gods. And when you um, read their like like history, they talk about these 
these beings that come from space and shit. But they're like calling them gods and shit. Yeah. And then you know they they talk about a great flood and all. That you stuff. see that? You see that documentary that's out right now called uh, Phenomenal Phenomenon? No. It's uh it's like on on demand about the I guess the um confirma- confirmation what they're saying the confirmation of alien existing. Remember last year how that alien space footage came out and then oh, yeah, the fucking yeah. Air Force came out really saying I don't know what the fuck that was. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like yeah, yeah. but it was kinda of, it got kinda of got lost in the shuffle doing the fact that the world was too worried about COVID and Trump. COVID and everything. So, uh, you know. Back, back in 2018, though? Yeah. What? No, it was, that was last year. Area 61? No, no, no that no. was last year. Yeah, last year. So the footage, the footage was from a couple years back, mm-hmm. but the, the Air Force did not come out until last year confirming Oh, that yeah. yes, it was something that they really cannot explain, yeah. and they don't think that it was from this planet. Yeah. So now they created this documentary that's available right now called the the phenomenon or phenomenon. One of the two. What's that on? It was on demand. I seen it on on TV. I haven't oh. watched it yet. Um, I was gonna watch it, but then I was like, ah, it's, it seems something too heavy. So I'm, you know, I'm, a, I'm a, just wait for uh, after Rogan. I don't have Rogan nothing. had that guy that was uh, that they based that uh, fire in the sky. Yeah, I remember you saying that. That shit's a trip, dude. When yeah. he talks about what happens, that, which what, they don't yeah, show. In weren't the movie. they called? Yeah, weren't they? Didn't they call him out as a liar though? I don't know. Yeah, they call. I remember they called him out as a liar because yeah, uh, a lot of people were calling him a liar. But, no, there was something. There was something that he had did that contradicted his own story, and I forgot what the fuck it was. Really, it happened. Yeah, it happened like uh, in the mid two thousands, I think, because I was yeah, like was doing inquiries on that shit. They didn't. They didn't say. Um, I think because he did the movie. You know, mm-hmm. they were like calling him out on that. You know, and then he was talking about on the podcast. He was talking about. Uh, how they took liberties with the movie. Of course. And uh, yeah, it cool. wasn't like that. It was like more scarier than he said. What he explained what happened was a trip, you know, like his whole experience and shit. And uh, um, what he saw was a trip. You know, he said that there were like these little beans and, yeah. but they were like, he said that he, he felt like he was dying and shit and they were coming towards him and then he freaked out and he was talking about how he never felt that scared in his life, you know? And it was like, he was having trouble breathing and he pushed one of them and it was really easy to push them. You know, they had no strength. Yeah. And then they went away uh, and then out of nowhere came, uh, out of the door came this um, this being that looked human. And then he was like, he kind of relaxed a bit and he was started asking all kinds of questions like, where the fuck am I and shit like that. And then he was trying to get him to leave that little area. I guess he was on the ship. And when he took him out of the ship, he just walked, walked down out of the ramp and they took him inside this kind of weird looking building where you could see light kind of and. He saw some other beings there and he started talking to them. And he thought they were human. He said they look human. 
you know, and they he started freaking out when they weren't answering him. And so by then they grabbed him and they put him on the table and they uh, put a, a like a kind of like a mask over his face. And then uh, he woke up in the in the forest and shit. And uh, he doesn't. And then that's all he remembers. But then he was talking about how in the movie he felt like, I mean, when he reflects, he re- was reflecting on it. He felt like they were trying to help him because when he first saw the ship, he went towards it and they zapped him with it, whatever they had, and that must have fucked up his insides. And so now he, he thinks that they were trying to help him live, you know? They're trying to fix him and put him back. Oh, uh, like he had a defect or something like no, that. No, no, no. Like the 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 rays of the ship or whatever the fuck they were you're there on um fucked him. He like cause he ran towards it and then it it, it shot him with something. Uh, okay. mm. And so maybe he got too close to the ship that whatever um technology they have fucked up his insides oh okay got you so then th- that's what he felt like oh they're trying to help me you know so when they he, basically, they they're trying basically to help, him. help him fix yeah. them and shit because and he, and he was saying they're, they he didn't he doesn't think they're malicious because if they were like evil it would have been over for yeah whatever he wouldn't be like, they left me they left me in the back where they found me you know yeah. so and he said that that was a trivia part to me when they were talking about um when he was talking about the the beings that look human. Yeah. You know, he was like you if he said if, if they were in a in a crowded room you couldn't tell the difference and shit. X Files had a, a similar situation like that where they had um almost like a human exchange program yeah. where they would they would exchange, they would send humans up into outer space and they would send back humans that were aliens pretty much Mm. they would send those back they were doing like a fucking human swapping program to test out uh how they would react in our atmosphere and to run tests here they man when that movie first came out i saw it that shit freaked me the fuck out dude. dude like i went back and i watched the whole like 10, 12 seasons of that show. No, no, no. I'm talking about that movie, Fire in the Sky. Oh, Fire in the Sky. Yeah, that movie was a trip for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That movie. That was probably one of the better. That and The Fourth Kind. Those are probably the two top. You know, there was seven dudes movie. instead of five. In there what? was like, in it, the, the, that encounter. Oh, okay. There were seven dudes. Or was it 12? I don't remember. It was a bunch of guys. They all saw the same shit. Yeah, and originally they thought that they murdered this dude. Got you. You know, and he was gone for five days. That was a thing. He was like, "That's a gone. trip." He was gone um, for five days. With that track lib shit, do you ever fuck with it, Carlos? I looked into it, but I don't want to pay for samples. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, in all honesty, that's the real problem that I see. Is like, I'm not gonna pay for shit. Like, I especially the. What I like about it, what I do like about it is that it does have dope original loops, right? So you could go in there and you could say, hey, I I want a bass line in the key of G, and it's going to play options that you have. Now, some are going to be popular, but then they have some that are not 
that are just like original compositions that people have on there. So you could get pretty, you could just say, hey, I want an orchestra sound. I want, yeah. you know, you could get pretty fucking specific. It's subscription-based? Uh, I've never looked into necessarily all the insides. I remember looking on the website and making an account, but I don't remember really fucking with it. This was like four years ago I first started fucking with it because the first time I heard about it was from uh, 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 Prince Paul. Uh-huh. Prince Paul was the first person I heard talk about it, and he was talking about it on the cipher. Right. On the podcast, the cipher, he had mentioned it. Talk about, yeah, it's, it's a way for you to sample safely and not get this and that. Now, at, you know, at the level that we're at, nobody gives a fuck what we're doing. Yeah. You know, yeah, I mean, it would make sense. Yeah. Fuck. But if you're at a level of, let's say, an open mic eagle, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? They're going to start watching your numbers. They're going to want to clear your samples. And you kind of don't ever want to your, find yourself in a situation where you can't play one of your most popular songs like a Feral Monch. Yeah. Ever. And I think speaking though, of fucking Feral Monch, though, bro, uh, that new know, album. Oof. I think that now that 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 maybe um people will be more accepting because hip hop has been around long enough for people to understand what it is, and they'll be like, okay, well, let me so, get a cut. What, look what happened with fucking that whole Timberland situation. Everybody was fucking acting brand new. Oh, but that's the people though. I'm talking about the 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 artists. Like, say a band or something. They'll probably yeah. be. I'm hoping that they'll probably be like, oh yeah, well, let me just get a piece of that. You know, let me yeah. get like. I don't know. Yeah, as long as I think as long as you handle the business up front. Yeah. I think that. But then most of the time, man, I think well, I forgot what song I heard that they weren't gonna let you sample it unless you gave the person a hundred percent of the royalties. Yeah, that's bullshit. Yeah, it was like some popular ass song and the guy gave up a hundred percent of his royalties, but he was able to perform that everywhere in the world. Mm. So he kept all that money. Of that course. Person, right? That person probably hates hip hop. Uh, it was probably Prince. If I, oh, yeah. if I, yeah, I think it was probably Prince. Yeah, he sucked at hip hop. Yeah, so, so Prince, um, Prince did hip hop. Yeah, that's, well, he, he used to rap and it was horrible. He, no, he did that, uh, on Tennessee. Oh, he did? Yeah, that song Tennessee. Like he damn near held them and the whole record industry captive because of that Tennessee song. Like he did, he waited. Him and his labels waited until um, that song was fucking worldwide, and he went after him yeah. with him saying Tennessee. He has that Prince had like an ego like crazy though. Because I mean, when he was like seventeen, he did an album. Or what, yeah. how old was he? He was young, and they were like, uh, the record label was like, okay, we'll have Quincy Jones uh, produce, and he was like, no, nah, I'm good. <laughs> well, like, then you have another example of, like, harsh sampling, like with Cool Keith and Prodigy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, then you have that type of sampling where Prodigy had a beat, and then they sampled Cool Keith talking about smack my bitch up. And then Cool oh. Keith took them to court. Wow. Oh, you know yes. Yeah. I mean? Smack my bitch up. Yeah, yeah. that's that's Cool Keith. And so 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 Cool Keith's thing was like, yeah, man, 
that's pretty much my song mm-hmm. because you sampled me without if you take my voice out of it that song is not the same song that's making you money mm-hmm. so essentially that's his fucking song and they owe him dough because of it you mm-hmm. know what i mean that's how much of a that's how that's how you that's how you figure out how important a sample really is, right? Like when even if sample. it's a vocal sample, like you know, like if you take out that sampled element, mm-hmm. if that sampled element completely changes the, you know, there there's so many stories of, um, yeah, we couldn't clear that. So like Mob Deep has, I think, hella stories like this that they couldn't clear That's the sample, true. so they went and they redid the beat mm-hmm. a whole different yeah. way. I was just want. I was just, just give me a piece. That's cool. Just give me yeah. a piece. I think. Uh, I, I think, wouldn't want a lot. Well, I a think artists aren't like. Uh, I think a lot of rock artists and jazz artists aren't that way, dude. I don't yeah, think no. They, I don't think yeah. they like the genre, man. And you would think it would have changed by now, but I hope it at least a little bit. Because I mean, you have, you have, um, you know people that grew up with hip hop who are doing other, you know, yeah. type of music. You no, know you know? after watching that little the interview with uh, Knife Wonder and Je- what is his name, Bob James? Uh-huh. He he seemed a little bit more appreciative uh, uh Bob James of how influential his music has been to the genre yeah. of hip hop. Oh yeah. Well, oh, yeah. Let's put and it to you like this. Yeah, let's put it to you like this. If hip hop never sampled Bob James, Bob James wouldn't exist anymore. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The fact that hip hop gave his music that he originally composed for an audience back in 1950, the 1960s, 70s, and early 80s, like that music would have been gone and faded back. But hip hop gave it a resurgence and introduced them into a whole generation of people. Yeah. Who who are crate diggers, samplers, DJs, all these people who now know who Bob James is. Mm-hmm. Hip hop has given so much more life yeah. to his original artists. Yeah. And and made us appreciate them. Yeah. yeah. yeah for the, what uh, they I brought to the table. Weren't being appreciated in their own circle of the music they were making. Yeah, because yeah, the, the yeah. beat community, they want to hear the original. Yeah. yeah. You know? You know, there was like a- that he had said when he was making tunes, uh, he had said he would try to uh, uh, basically, how can you create a riff or melody that's recognizable or memorable immediately? So, he, like when he's like, you know, doing a lick, that's sort of mm-hmm. one of the terms they use and shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he's trying to see which one. He's not intentionally trying to make it stand out, but yeah, there are times that he does kind of try to. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. I mean, when people are playing pianos and trying to write music, you know what I mean? They're going to find something that they find repetitious, and that's how they start creative song building. Yeah. You know what I mean? They play a chord or two, and they're like, oh, you see yeah, that? You know, and also, it made, me, it made me think about my process of writing or, yeah. or just doing things. Like, honestly, is you, I don't know if it happens with you on, but for me, it's like. Oh, no, God I, talks to me. Uh, I'm just I'm just God's conduit. Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> the spirits, I'm just here. No, it's, it's like the 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 song happens in the process. Yeah. You know, it doesn't mm-hmm. just come up. It's in the process. It's in the practice of creating that something yeah. comes up. 
Yeah, it's it's fucking the the mistakes, is the fucking years of of learning and hearing back yourself and saying to yourself, oh nah, see, I should have taken more time on that. I should have, I should have said that differently. I should have, you know, elongated that that phrase. I should have fucking, you know, yeah, all you know, everything. You know what I mean? Just and watching those videos, kind of like, man, I think we we have to like. It's good to show that to people who are coming up young kids because so, i think yeah. what they have is they struggle with trying to perfect it so quickly because they feel they have a pressure that oh no this is how you're supposed to make it's like nah man you just kind of like bring you under the wing and be like nah man just write your music go through the process don't I, just that, that's that's young people in general though man like, yeah 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 no everybody I know they, like like even like even us when we were younger dude like we would pick something up, play it to we're okay at it, mm-hmm. and then right when we hit a bump, it's easy to just fall back to what you're comfortable with. You know what I mean? Like yeah, it, it's, yeah, yeah. It, it's like you have to. That's where I think mentors are really important at that point yeah. in time. When you hit a wall and you're just resting on stuff that you're comfortable doing the same ways of chopping the same ways of looping the same ways of doing your drum patterns or the same ways of writing it's mm-hmm. that it's it's a mentor and a mentor could be anybody it's not yeah. going to be a sign it's just somebody that you deem respectable to get res- to to receive some criticism from yeah. but it's that person that's going to take tell you something in a good way yeah right <laughs> because sure. i've heard some horror stories of people criticizing the cut down mm-hmm. right like they're 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 not trying to help you they're trying to cut you down by the yeah. advice that they're giving you yeah. or you know what i'm saying you 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 critique with with a challenge of making that person improve it's like hey yeah i understand that you you've been doing these same things but how about we change this single element right here that'll ch- take you out of your comfort zone mm-hmm. and challenge you to fucking do something that you've never done you weren't good at so i want you to try this again you know what i mean but it, it, it's a trip of how how that comes I, I heard a horrible story of a of a, a dude that i work with and he was telling me that uh he was into producing early on like he uh-huh. was he, he was really into making beats and stuff like that but the, the people that he was rolling with were doing other type of hip hop. You know what I mean? They were doing what they viewed as bigger hip hop. You know what I mean? They were commercial. they had shows and they uh. were, they were supposedly rolling around with Team Backpack and they had Damn. all this they had Tell all this pull right uh-huh. yeah they had all this pull supposedly and he was just you know an underling just fucking absorbing what's up in, in the thing just trying to make beats and whatnot. And I guess he says that one of the dudes that he was looking up to was telling him, nah, man, people don't like that kind of hip hop no more. You know what I'm saying? You're using these played out ass samples, yada, yada, this. And he said that that, that hurt his feelings. That made oh, him yeah. quit. Yeah, that shit made sure. him quit. Yeah, you yeah. never know who, like, who you're like, you got to be careful because sometimes they could, uh, you can have a character like that and they're putting their own limitations on you. Yeah. That shit happened to me, to tell you the truth. Like, when it came to, like, drawing, yeah. right? I, there was a one cat I used to look up to a lot back in the days because we were part of the whole art center thing. 
and he was a great artist and shit. And I used to just like, man, how do you do this? How do you draw that? And he was cool. You know, he wasn't like malicious like that, but I remember telling him that I was making beats and then trying to merge art and the beats together. Like trying to like maybe make a comic book and and do some type of soundtrack with them. And then he told me, I remember this day because we were at a park and shit. And he was like, you know, you have to pick one or the other. Because you can't put 100% in one thing and then do the other thing good too. And I was like, oh, okay. I'm like, yeah, you're probably right. And that shit infected my brain. Yeah. Right? And then I, I just started focusing on beats and I wasn't drawing as much. And I would see people from back in the days and they would get mad at me. Yeah. Like, they're like, yo, man, I remember your, your black book was so sick, dude. You're not drawing no more. I'm like, no, nah, you know, I'm kind of making beats now and stuff like that. And they'll be like, man, yeah. dude, that's that's a tragedy. <laughs> You're pretty good, dude. And I was like, fuck, man. And you know what? Recently I saw on on and, and you know on Instagram, right? You see all these artists, right? Yeah. And the funny thing is I'll follow a lot of beat producers who are great and, and then a lot of artists. Drawing, dude. And a lot of drawings. Yeah. A lot of people who draw and they're fucking dope. The other day I saw I followed I was looking at um uh, I was looking up guitars, right? I was just following this thread of um, uh, what are they called resonated guitars. Those are the metal yeah. ones and shit. Yeah. And I saw this uh, this this one chick, and she was playing it, and it was she was really good, right? I was like, oh shit, who's this? And it was a Latin chick, and she was really good playing some Delta shit. And then I went to look at her page, and I find out that that she's also a comic book artist. And is really dope at the guitar and yeah. is really great at doing comic books. And I was like, and I kind of like, rem I remembered yeah. uh, a dude telling me that. And I was like, wait a minute, that's the proof right there. You mm -hmm. know, it's like now when I look at it now, I'm like, oh, I could have just, I mean, it's, there's no point in thinking about what could have happened, yeah. but yeah. it's like, if you like doing it, just do it. Well, yeah, like when you got examples, like what you're saying, you know what I yeah. mean? They're at the, the, the natural human instinct is to definitely dive in head first yeah, on yeah. some shit, right? So like if you all of a sudden you pick up beats or or you pick up rhyming or you picking up uh, uh, a drawing or whatnot... At first, you're going to dive head first in there, and some things are going to fall to the wayside, right? right. Because you have yeah. a new toy. You're going to fucking, yeah. you're going to dig in on that. That's just naturally what we do. Mm -hmm. But I notice as, as you get older, you're able to not necessarily prioritize, mm -hmm. but you're able to like give yourself mental breaks. Right, right. You're like, right. say, hey, okay, you know, the rhymes are, are, are not coming in super dope right now. Let me keep creative and let me stay. Let me go mess with this right now. Right, right. And then come back. You know what I mean? Because it's not going anywhere. Yeah, dude. Nothing's going anywhere. You know I went what I'm saying? That, like, when I saw that shit, dude, I was like, dude, I, I like drawing. Yeah. You know? And I was like, I went to go buy a, a, a little black book yeah. just so I could carry it around. And I bought this one pen. And I, the reason I bought this one pen because uh, it's like a like a brush pen, okay, right? And I remember drawing with it, and it felt 
Right. Mm. And so I just bought that and that little book. And I was like, that's it. I'm yeah. not going to fuck with colors. Yeah, I'm not going to get these yeah. nice micro pins. Fuck all that. Just that book and pin and see yeah. what I come up with. And I don't care what I draw. I'm just drawing yeah. just to stay loose just and get shit. back in the practice. Yeah. yeah, yeah just, back in the you know, so I take it with me everywhere I go. Yeah. It's like when I, when I punch a rice bag, you know what I mean? I'm not sure going to punch somebody, but you never know. And you got to get practice. your reps in, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, and I agree with those mental breaks, man. Like, yeah. To, um, and being okay with that. Cause that's you know, that's yeah. it right there. Yeah. You okay have to be it. okay with it, man. Because that shit is difficult. First, you know? But you but first tomorrow, and then when you come back, you're like, okay. If yeah. um, you got new energy, you you kind of fix yeah. what you had, you know. So No, you see what you what you're saying right there. You gotta be okay with it because like sometimes, man, like like for a minute there. If I sat down watching television or watching a movie or whatever, yeah. like I, I enjoy watching movies. That's what I like to do. Do you and, were studying to do movies? Remember? Yeah, dude. Like I was, yeah, I was doing a lot of photography. That shit fell to the wayside for sure. That was just too much carrying around stuff. Um, so so when I sit there and I'm watching a dope movie or a dope documentary, you know what I mean? I tell myself, don't feel guilty about this. Yeah, you're you're feeding your brain material, you know what yeah. I'm saying? You're 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 just absorbing another art. But you better believe in the back of my mind, I was like, oh yeah, I want to write this rhyme. Oh, that's a good concept. Yeah, that's tight. That's tight. Oh, maybe I want to mess with it. You know, like it's making my hunger more. Yeah, it's there. living. You know, somehow yeah. it's living. It you is. Know? It is. I mean, exactly watching that. a movie, it's inspiring. You know, I was doing I was watching this, this interview. Or I read it somewhere with MF Doom, right? He was talking about how he would come up with a with a rhyme, you know, and then it it'd be a funny rhyme, and then he, later on he'd be like, "I wonder what I could fit that rhyme with later on." You know what I'm saying? So it's like he had all these staggered rhymes over here, and eventually yeah. put them together, and that kind of okay. You mean gave me the okay for me to be like, it doesn't really matter how you're writing. As long no. as you're writing, yeah. Yeah, even together. if it's a Process. even if it's a line here and there, you know what I mean? Like, oh, that's okay. You always got to be ready to jot that shit down for sure. Like, I think that's the one thing that creatives are always doing. You know, and, and by creatives, I'm meaning people that are just uh, uh, have some form of outlet, whether it's uh, videography, photography. Yeah painting whatever the 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 situation is when a person is using their creative side of their mind um is that you're you're constantly thinking about it mm -hmm. that 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 thing that thing's back there and you're constantly fucking thinking about it but sometimes you need to switch it off to be present with the people that you're with oh and yeah the people and the people that the people that you share your life with because sometimes i, I find myself i was in here a lot I was in here a lot. Now I'm like, okay, during the week, I'm going to be out here, you know what I'm saying, watch something with the wife. Every once in a while, I watch something with the little one, you know what I mean? Because you could only watch so many kids' movies before you want to blow your brains out. And so then um, I'm like, okay, you know, I, you got to find the balance with it. But on my days off, I'm in here, 4 or 5 o'clock in the morning, I'm up in here just doing it. And then by the time they wake up, 8.39, 
mm-hmm. then boom, I, I could I could walk away from the room mm-hmm. and be okay with it. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. yeah. So yeah, I put my reps in. Oh yeah, I wrote, I wrote a couple of rhymes. I recorded one. I did a couple of beats. Yeah, I'm cool. I'm I'm I could rest my head easy for the rest of the fucking day. But it's that balance finding that is the most difficult shit to do. Yeah, you know, without that's why I stay up hella late at night, or I wake yeah. up early. Yeah, yeah. You know, all I all I need is like an hour and a half. Me, oh for sure, yeah, dude. It's fucking cold or a screenshot so you can buy it yourself. <laughs> oh, you got one at Costco? Yeah, I got this little pretty cool one that just circulates there. It's a little sixty-three. Uh, I think I want to get the ones that hang from the ceiling. No, they blow no, hot air on. Oh, the I know what you're talking about. No, the one that turn red in your head and impede your progress in a way. I think. I think. That's what I'm saying. Like now that we're older, and you know, we have kids, and we have yeah. cats that want to rap and shit, it's just reinforcing to them, like, hey, just keep doing you, man. He don't know what he's talking about. He's still trying to figure it out. Yeah, like that's what so I'm he's mean, trying, still trying to figure it, it out. It'd be killing else. me. It'd be killing me that people think that they gotta fucking kill everything in one day. Like, yeah. nah, man. Like, what are you rushing for? Yeah. Like, there's just write your shit. Release the project. Don't hold on to shit. You know, just let it go. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just let the project go, motherfuckers. Oh, it ain't, it ain't dope. This beat ain't dope enough. You know what I mean? Like, this ain't that. And they're just criticizing, critiquing their own work. And they're sit there stuck by paralysis. You know what I mean? By, what's that paralysis by analysis? That, that bullshit that people say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because they, it really is a lack of confidence within themselves. Yeah. To release something out, you know, one, one, I, and especially like for me, that's when I knew I, I grew up. I was like, I'm not so mad about what they're saying anymore. You know, it's like they're just, that's not, I'm not even so mad at them for thinking of that about me, but more like, yeah. nah, they're still trying to, they don't know how to, how to talk otherwise. Yeah. You know, so, yeah. Yeah. You're right. So, so yeah. I gave them the benefit of the doubt. So it's like, all right. Yeah. It's, you know what I figured out? I mean, what I watched the other day was a short little documentary on YouTube about the uh, the Church of Coltrane in San Francisco. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Dude. Can we join? Fucking, yeah, we can. But man, the orgies of that shit is crazy. Like, there was like two. Like orgies? No, origin. origin. The origin oh, of the, of the oh. Church of Coltrane. They're, <laughs> they really believed that Coltrane was... Uh, manifestation of God. Like he's a demigod. Yeah, they really thought that, and then they they thought his wife was, you know, the mother. You know, Ooh. and uh, they. Uh, I'll send it to you uh, so you can watch it. But it's a trip. How they, um, the way they, these two couples, they went to go see him, and they had this religious experience. Yeah, and they said that they were like. Whoa, this is crazy. The, the and it was like him playing the Love Supreme. Mm-hmm. And in that that um that album was supposedly the album he did when he quit cold turkey uh heroin. Oh, got you. He went to his room and he just started writing. And uh he went cold turkey and went through his withdrawals and was born again. And when he came down his wife was like, she would. She gave an interview or something like that. Said that he was like Moses, splitting the sea. You know, he just came down and he was like, "I got it." You know, and then he recorded this album, which was supposed to be. So it was like 
known in the jazz world as something totally different. You know, like uh, and yeah, that's it why was, it was a game changer. That album. it was a yeah, it was a game changer, and the the even the titles of the song, and it's uh, the titles of the songs in 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 on the album said a lot about it was religious in a way, right? So yeah. they used that 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 album as the canon of the Church of Coltrane, right? So when he I passes Oh yeah, it's dope, dude. It's like 30 minutes, I think. And then but then it gets crazy because they go make a pilgrimage to go meet uh Alice Coltrane. And she's like underrated herself. You know, she's like legit too, you know, and um she kind of says something and they took it to like to the heart and shit where they were like, yeah, and they started following her and it oh, almost no. became like a, a separate church and shit. And then the, there was like a she was more like Hindu and stuff like that. You know, she was more in, believed in meditation and all that stuff where they were fasting. You couldn't enter the church unless you fasted for three days. Oh, and the way shit. they were. Oh, yeah, dude. And the way you were able to tell you had to show them your tongue. Because after you, when you fast for three days, you had like a white film on your yeah. tongue. I don't know if that's true, but it's probably that's, true. And then you know, Ooh. and uh, yeah, Ew. and uh, but then yeah, I, you got to watch it. Dude. I don't want to fuck it up for you, but it's like thirty minutes. It's really, it's really good. I'll send it to you. And um, I was like, oh shit, but it's still operating in San Francisco. Hey, uh, uh, take a snippet and put it on the on the uh, Instagram to show okay. it off to people. I ended up watching. Uh, I watched the original Django. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. I watched the original Django. Um, it was like nineteen sixty six, I believe. Uh, that movie was tight. That mm. movie, that movie was dope. Now, it's all Italian actors, so you know. But he does have a run in with the. Ku it's a Klux western, Klan. right? It's western, yeah. And so it's a guy who just happens to uh, that pretty much goes into a town and he ends up having a vendetta against um, uh, a couple of criminals. But he doesn't outright tell them that that's what he's out there to do. Mm. You know what I mean? He's playing it like he's a drifter that he happens to help. He happens to help this girl who was getting whipped by these clan members because there's a there's a. Uh, 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 there's a, a the clan and then there's a bunch of like Mexican outlaws. Uh, you know what I mean? And so like they're fighting each other over in this town. And so I guess the girl who's half Mexican and half white ran off with the Mexicans, but then the Mexican she then she ran away from the Mexicans and ended up getting caught by the whites. And so Django comes in and he just starts shooting everybody, but he in reality he has a plan on getting back both of them because they both killed his family, I believe. Mm. So it was a whole different take on what we understood as Django was. But then I watched Django Unchained today because mm -hmm. I haven't watched that shit since the movie came out. I bought the I bought the Blu-ray, but I never watched it um, up until 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 today. That movie's still good. Yeah, that movie's great. That movie's fucking awesome, dude. Like, if you haven't watched Django Unchained in a long time, man, that movie's so fucking fun. You know, it's like... Yeah, it's good. It's so fun. Uh, there's a couple of, like, missed music cues that I didn't like. You know what I mean? But the for the most part, like, the the, the all the characters are dope. Mm 
Yeah, the German dude was dope too. The German dude, the German dude's been in a lot of Tarantino movies. Oh, yeah. When he plays a Nazi and fucking yeah, in uh, Inglorious, Glorious Bastards. Yeah. yeah, so it like it's it's pretty dope, man. Um, yeah, it was a good, it was good, it was it was dope to go from the original to that one and see where similarities were in terms of what Tarantino tipped his hat out and said, hey, you know, this is that scene, this is that scene. But all in all, I, I, I think the Django Unchained is definitely a dope movie mm-hmm. um, that people need to revisit for yeah. sure. If, if you haven't spent any time, just go back and fuck with that movie because that movie is fantastic. Yeah, I've been wanting to watch more Western movies. As far, I've got a gang of them on my list of to watch, but mainly there are the Italian version ones. So the Italian of, version ones, is it they're, Italian like directors or like Italian directors and yeah, American yeah. actors? No. Well, a blend. Mm. Yeah, so it's, it's, crazy Itali- took- it's, a, it's Italian directors who would take American actors and take them over there and you know legitimately make movies that's how they did all their movies all italian movies are that way mm-hmm. that's why john saxton was like one of the number one actors over there for hella long christopher mm-hmm. lee the same mm-hmm. way like all these all these actors made tons and tons of money over there because it's constant work mm-hmm. and and the italian directors they didn't really they weren't sticklers like American film was, mm-hmm. so they, you know they, they had lower budgets too. But they, oh, they, that's why, like in uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Homeboy was going to Italy to do some movies, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. That th- those things were real options for actors that were on their downslide. You know who who did a whole bunch of them was fucking T- Tully Savalas. Who's that? Kojak. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, dude, he dude, he's in so many Italian horror movies. Dude, it's fucking nuts. Hmm. And they're not even Italian horror movies. They're more giallos, which are pretty much like um, thriller slash mystery, you know, whodunits, kind of like Scooby Doo. Mm, yeah, yeah. But yeah. with like hot Italian. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah. Yeah, just extremely beautiful Italian women, dude. Like, yeah. like ones that you would be like, holy shit, how the fuck do y'all not exist now? Hmm. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's like whoa, I wish, I wish, yeah, on that level where you wish they were still around now. The, the 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 TV the people on TV and movies I have a problem with now. I don't think they're I don't think they're as attractive as they were even in the nineties. Mm. I, I think the level of, of of selection has gone down in terms of what we see on TV now. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's the makeup. I don't know if it's the age. Yeah. I don't know what it is, but there's they're something. No, yeah, they're not. They're no Nova. No. You know? <laughs> not... No, dude. Remember the no, first no. time we seen her, we were like, "What?" She's Planet of the Apes, dude. dude Nova. Like, what? Jesus Christ. Those movies always look older, even though they look. It could be. It could be. Too. Yeah. It could be the fact that they were just looking more grown, even though they were like twenty eight, but they looked like they were forty. Yeah, it was always a trip. And they, they had all, eyebrows too. That movie in New Jack City, you know the dude, the old dude that kills uh, Wesley Snipes at the end. 
Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. That dude looks the same now. He's always looked yeah. old. Like Morgan Freeman's always looked like old Morgan Freeman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's uh, what I think about with those those girls. But sometimes they're fine. Like it took me a minute to understand how pretty the the girl from uh, the Godfather movie was. Oh yeah. Yeah. It wasn't until she showed her titties out like yeah. Apollonia. The Greek, oh, you uh, talk about Monday, Tuesday, yeah, Wednesday, yeah, that yeah. one? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. That girl was banging, She dude. got the first Chola eyebrows I've ever seen. Nah, but I, I definitely wasn't feeling Diane Keaton, though. Oh, no, she was annoying. I was like, yeah, Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah. So, what was her name, Kate? Yeah, Kate. <laughs> Funny names, right? Kate. In that movie, New Jack City, the black girl's name was Unica. <laughs> Unica. <laughs> <laughs> You gotta you gotta watch uh, King of New York now. King okay, York, yeah, that's yeah. on Netflix. Yeah. I'm going through all those movies. Yeah, yeah. You, you know the funny thing about watching that new Jack City movie, it was yeah, some of it was too much in terms of like it was too predictable. But they uh, had, and some scenes were just like I felt like were blatantly placed. Like the end scene where where Wesley Snipes is finally gonna go get uh no Ice T is finally gonna, gonna go get a uh, Wesley Snipes. You know, like, okay, this is it. It's like you knew it was coming. I was like, okay, we got to do the final battle scene. You know. Yeah. Like, well, I I'll, put it, I'll put it to you like this, man. Like, those movies were so original at that time. Yeah. So you have to put your mind at the time that those movies were released. Don't look at them in the eyes of now. Oh yeah, yeah. If you look at them in the eyes of now, it's, it's like watching a Captain America movie or a Spider-Man movie from the eighties. Okay, <laughs> like you watch those things, and these fools are wearing leotards and spandex no, no, no. and shit like no, that. No, yeah, like, no, I get it. Because even like know. that scene where he has to kill his brother, I was like, yeah. man, like when that fool starts tearing Wesley's nice, you're like, damn, dude, you're dope. Yeah, what's yeah, what's the success? They always shit. had to have like a. Uh, I think they got that from the Godfather, right? Yeah. When they like yeah, Fredo, yeah, because yeah, they did that yeah. in American Me too, right? They yeah, like, they like oh, the the, the deceiving family, me. yeah, the deceiving family member. Yeah. I think they did it in uh Blue Hills, Blue Hill Ave too. You remember yeah. watching that one? I don't remember it, but okay. So they they had a movie. It was that that movie. People don't talk about too much. It's called Blue Hill Ave. It's uh pretty much you know kind of like on the Sugar Hill. There was, there was Sugar Hill and then Blue Hill Ave came later. Both of those movies are, are pretty dope. Um, but the Blue Hill Ave had a, the same scenario where the guy had to pretty much kill his brother who was using too much and just going with the other crew type of shit. I heard the King of Harlem is pretty good. A Godfather oh, the, uh, of Harlem. Yeah, the one with uh, Forrest Whitaker. Forrest Whitaker. I tried to watch a couple episodes, and it just, if it, if it doesn't grab me in the first episode, I'm just not. I let it, you know, I let the I don't, first, I, don't. I give it three episodes. I always give it three episodes. Because it has to, it ha the, the first episode has to at least make me curious about the character. For sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, if, yeah. if it doesn't even make me curious where it's going to go, then it, it just ain't for me, man. It's just like. 
like like the show Vikings. If you watch the first episode, you're like, "What the fuck is this?" And then uh, that's what Lost was like. The first episode, you ever watch that? Ever, ever, ever finished watching it? <laughs> I watched it. I've been trying to get Juan to watch it forever. Oh, that first go. episode, I was like, "Ah, uh, it's, it's yeah." Go, no, I get it. it. There's some episodes like TV shows that need to come with that episode, like The Walking Dead, the first episode. Yeah. Like, yeah, especially if it's like brand new and. Yeah, you need to bring it. You need to bring it that first episode, and then you could have a slow episode like episode four or five. But you know, those first three episodes, man, they better be bangers. Because if they're not, give an example of which one was a a banger. A banger. Uh, A good show. Oh no, like how we said, like Walking Dead. The the Sopranos. First episode of Walking Dead. I've never watched the Sopranos. The Sopranos, you watch like, Sopranos? Yeah, you should watch that since you're I watching. I would say, the yeah, I would. The it took. Well, let me let me put it to you like this. It took me three rewatches. I went through three seasons, and I watched the first three seasons three times to get into it. Mm-hmm. And finally, I just had to say, you know what? Stop and just watch because you. I liked all the characters, yeah. but some episodes just like oh. Yeah, it just was it, like, what the fuck was this about? In the first couple of episodes, were like kind of like there were it was. I I didn't know it was gonna be a comedy. I thought it was gonna be a comedy. Yeah, it was kind of goofy. It was yeah, it was that like goofy and yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They I don't think the writers even knew what the fuck they were gonna do with that shit. Um, so let's get into this beat exchange. Yeah, beat exchange. All right, the beat exchange. If you don't know, what we do is we exchange samples. Charlie would give me one, and by a sample, I mean he'll give me a song. He'll challenge me with a song, and the challenge wow. is to turn it into a listenable beat. <laughs> At least try to make it. Sometimes it's very difficult. Sometimes not so. Um, so we do that. Do we exchange. mention what we gave each other last week? Oh, you know what? I think we didn't at the end, but at the end, hey man, that's the last episode. Ain't nobody going back and listening to that shit. Okay, well, <laughs> I gave you. Yeah, you gave me what? A Vietnamese song. I think her name is Bien Tien. Yeah, I, think I liked I, it. I, I liked her singing, but I hated find, trying to find a sample. I don't know if it's Vietnamese or Cambodian. I'm not sure. No, it's not. Oh, this the original song. This is the original. I had no idea what to do with it, man. No fucking idea. Alright, so this is what you did with it. And again, like the full versions, a version of the beats are on SoundCloud. So if you, uh, the links are in the bio. See, this is what you got. You did this on the SP? 
No, I did. I sampled it and then transferred it over. Yeah, you hear the little crunchies, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I thought you did on the SP. I did. I sampled it. Oh, okay. I just kept the drums low. Like I don't really do anything with it. That's dope. I wonder what she's saying. I have no fucking idea. I tried to look it up. You did? Yeah. That's it. It came out all right, man. Um, I wasn't really happy with it because I was like, at first I was gonna go try to do. <laughs> it's funny. So at first, what I did was I went back to one of the hyphy songs that I heard, and they had like a drum solo at the end of the song. Uh huh. And I'm like, oh, you know what? Let me see if I could sample that drum solo that drum pattern solo loop it pretty much is consistent of a break right it's a drum break but a hyphy drum pattern break Mm -hmm. and i was just gonna try to do it like that and then when i heard it i'm like i mashed it and it it matched but then the samples just didn't do anything like it was kind of garbage so i had to redo it and i scrapped it and then that's what i ended up doing i you know it was all right you gave me this old school, like uh, Ronnie Hudson, West Coast pop blocking, uh, pop locking, a pop lock. And then. I mean, I mean, who has sampled this? I know Daz Corrupt. Corrupt. And then um, I think Tupac used uh, the hook, right? And it doesn't change. It just goes like this. And I kind of knew that's where the trouble was going to come in. With that yeah, it was very troubling. It's almost like rapping though. Yeah, California, what's happening? Are we opened up yet? Yeah, some parts. Oh, I have to pass the this, Carlos.
I, I took out my, I had to put on some dickies and shit to make this beat. What's up, guys? What you bang, guys? You got some eggs on some crack. Did you see? So, did you pay? Did you did you peep out that video I sent with the Ableton thing? Oh yeah, yeah. Wait, wait. You you talking about the um, the the latency one? Oh yeah, yeah. I was watching some of it. I was watching some of it. So it's actually pretty informative. So the guy makes a double track, and he has one. That has the mute, the monitoring on, mm-hmm. and then he has the see he has a duplicate track on the other one, and he just has the monitoring off on that one. That makes so a big they, difference. And you, you know, I'm going to try it this week when I record vocals. Yeah. To see if I do notice a difference. Okay. Like if it is an issue, you know what I mean. I don't know. I'm, I'm pretty interested in finding out whether or not that is. I do uh, want to play with that 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 VST that you send me. Oh, the, the one, one with the, the filter. That, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's gonna be that's gonna be interesting because the original, the I think it's called the RX RX seven Isotope RX eight or some shit like that, and it's uh I think that motherfucker's like four or five hundred dollars. Yeah, I gotta hear it because I mean, what the dude was doing, I was like, okay, well. He's just like filtering things. Yeah, that's that's what it is. It isolates sounds. It he, isolates frequencies. Yeah, sort of. I mean, in my brain, it is just like bringing one sound out, but you can still hear the other sound. You know. Yeah. Oh, when I was when I was thinking about it, is like everything is muted, and you can just oh, only no, hear the. Like yeah, I that. was like. I was like, yeah. I was like, I don't think there's anything to, like yeah, that. Yeah, you, you have to take what you can get. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you have to yeah. take what you can get. All right, so what's this week's challenge? Okay, what you send me? You send me. I sent you something. Wait, didn't, you, didn't I sample this already? Oh, no, George Benson? <laughs> dude, people sleep on George Benson, dude. As a guitar yeah. player? So, is it? Yeah, it's one of the songs that they're gonna get cleared. Yeah, this is for money. Oh, this is for money. No, really. This was easy, man. I can poop that part. Right, George Benson? Yeah, he did. Hey, 
I know recently Fender made an amp for him, which really? was like a Fender Twin, but it was lighter. Because Fender Twins are hella fucking heavy, you know? And they made it for him when he was talking about, I could just easily pick it up, you know? Um, I don't know what else it does, but... Okay, okay, okay. Happy. Okay, I got this for you. One. Oh, hold on. Fucking commercials. Okay. Boy, one frozen. We fought the night for Singapore, where all is mad as Paris I fought for a tawny war. Took off to the land of Nod. Frank with both the Chinamen. Did you do this song a long time ago? I danced alone. I never sang we used to drink to Yes, I know that. Dude, his guitar player. It was a song by him that I needed to go back and find. Uh huh. What's it called? I mean, what? What? God, how's it go? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I heard it somewhere, and then I was like, "Holy shit, that's what Tom Waits. That sounded fucking dope." Um, I, I, when I find it, I'm gonna go back through his discography, and I'm gonna find it. And Does then, it sound uh, like that though? Was it more jazz? Something, no, uh, no, something along those lines. Something along those lines. Okay, Play then it has guys. to be after Sword Trombone because his sound started changing after Sword Trombone. He, you start hearing his music, uh, start getting more like polka, heavier blues and shit, you know, uh, where before his stuff was really jazzy, you know? Yeah. And then he, he hooked up with this guy named uh, Mark. Reboat or something, and he's a dope guitar player, dude. I was like listening to his stuff, and this stuff is legit. Like, listen to this right here. And he's like known as like a fusion fusion guitar player. But when he was playing on Tom Waits stuff, he was playing like almost like hella sloppy in a way, but on purpose and shit and gave it that nice like bounce to it. This dude is dope. Yeah, he's dope. All right, all right, all right. Well, Hugo, what do you have planned coming up? Uh, I'm just finishing up these tunes and writing some more shit. All right, that sounds dope. HugoMonster.com, that's where you can find out all oh, the information for I, him. Well, I have I, like, to talk to you guys. Uh, my trademark went into publishing. What? Publishing you got to show me how to do that, dude. All right. So, so yeah, and, um. Uh, your trademark is what? Hugo Monster? Yeah, so then now I gotta wait a month and it gets officially registered but then there's a 30 days for people to contest it. Uh, and then, yeah. 
It's like a long ass process, man. Yeah, I'm already bored listening to it. <laughs> so HugoMonster.com is where you gotta go to hear more of this thrilling information. <laughs> there, uh, he also has a cassette coming out uh, on, from the feet. from the Carry On uh, album. It's on the uh, on a O card. It looks pretty sick. It's on Icy Palms, Icy and Palms you get you have a link on your uh, website. Yeah. You go okay. To, cool. HugoMonster.com in order to order your cassette now. Now, most people say to themselves, oh, man, I don't even have a cassette player, man. I'm never going to listen to it, yada, this. Yeah, you will, man, because it comes with a digital copy as well. Bung. Get the fucking cassette. It's, it's, it's merch. It's a collector's item. Yeah. What are you going to do with a CD? You're just going to sit there and look at a fucking shiny CD. At well, least keep look- your joints in there. That's what I was, yeah, with. dude, come on, That's man. What I did with Juan's album. <laughs> uh, but anyways, Charlie Chingus has his album out. It's called Lord Quantum. Go Lord ahead Quantum. and Bandcamp. Go to Bandcamp and, and check there. Donate there as well. As yeah. once you're at Bandcamp, you will also find the Beat Exchange Podcast Volume One. That's all of our sampled beats and exchange stuff like that on there. You could go there and contribute to the podcast that way and with that way we can make sure that we have the uh, band space in order to uh, keep, keep it going going and volume two keep is coming volume volume soon. Two get volume coming. one oh shit volume uh, two. and then uh you go visit my page pavo you could go pick up the uh new uh crumble of paper man cassette and coming on valentine's day i hope your life gets worse and that's the new that's a new uh ep coming out cassette comes with a side a uh five new songs along with three instrumentals and then on the b side it's all screwed up so if you want to listen to some stuff while you're um getting high you could go ahead and do that so yeah uh uh, chill chill to god the producer chill to god no he's from detroit man he's from the he's from the michigan area as well um so definitely you know make sure that you're out there peeping that out and to uh if you're into beat tapes and those things go visit the our our brothers over there at the common and normal all this is on Bandcamp, by the way go to Bandcamp and you will find it we're also all our bios on instagram in order to get some more of that information also there uh don't forget to mention uh, our new brother podcast oh Oh, yeah 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 yeah. what's up with that oh my brother my brother gabe nolasco Started a podcast called They Call Me Bobby. They I got the trailer. You want to hear the trailer? Yeah. What's up, people? What's up, people? What's up, people? Welcome to They Call Me Bobby podcast with Gabe Nolasco. This is Gabe Nolasco. And if you're wondering why I'm calling it They Call Me Bobby, because people do. My close friends do. My family does. And if you'd like to know why they call me Bobby, then tune in. Listen. Come hang out with me. Subscribe. Share it. Tell a friend. Tell a neighbor. Tell somebody you hate. Tell everybody. I don't care. I'll be talking about comedy. Past and upcoming shows and music from your music lovers and everything else that I fucks with. So with that being said, here's an episode. Hope you like it. Nice. Yeah. All right. Uh, All right. That's dope. So, also, I want to invite people 
to if they want to also participate in the beat challenge to you know take one of the samples from this week you know either one uh Pablo picked from me or I picked from him you know do it within like a minute long send it to uh the beat exchange uh, podcast at gmail also if you want to leave a message on the on the hotline the number here is uh 415 504 uh 1415504 yeah. yeah i mean i don't know if you guys heard uh, we're getting just telemarketing <laughs> yeah <laughs> people trying to um get us to give them the social security number and so, uh, yeah, definitely go check us out there and all those places that we told you. And also Instagram is where we're heavily, uh, you know, based. Uh, Hugo and me are on Twitter as well. Always at Pavo Music. That's the best way to go. At Charlie Chingus and at Hugo Monster. Michael. Yeah. All right, party people. And remember, delete your browser history. <laughs> <laughs>